Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right, go for it. Good morning, senoras y señores. It is I, Senor Garia, and my main man, El Cuco. What's up, folks? It's V the Grill Economist. It's Monday morning. Um, well, I don't even know what day it is, Siege. I know what day it is. Monday. It's the 14th of 14th. May. Yeah. yeah I'm, so, I'm on my th- probably my third cup of coffee trying to get caffeinated here, folks. Find us at roguemoney.net. It's me and CJ and the entire Rogue Money crew. Roguemoney.net, folks. That's where you'll find us. Rogue Money. DTube, Steam It, uh, Facebook, every single podcasting app known to humanity. And check out our sponsor, the cryptoschool.io, the cryptoschool.io. If you don't want to leave your financials and your cryptos in the hands of psychics and remote viewers, I recommend you check out the cryptoschool.io, where you'll learn to trade with actual, real, technical, and fundamental analysis. Um, improve your hodl. Improve your hodl. You know what I'm saying? Perfect your hodl and, and, and improve your swag. Check out the cryptoschool.io where they you can learn how to trade. You can get a curriculum crash course on cryptos, an actual curriculum there. Check it out, folks. The cryptoschool.io. And uh folks, 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 folks. Rogue 420. Rogue 420. It's coming. It's coming. All the all the goodies is gonna be happening. We're gonna be pumping it out. All you that have pre-ordered, uh, you'll be getting your stuff. Uh, and once the once Siege and his team have opened up that kitchen, it's going to be rocking and rolling. I can't wait, man. Yeah, a big day today. You know, we get the the health inspection, all that kind of fun stuff. You know, there's tons of paperwork, but uh, we're through it. And health inspection comes in today, and then uh, we'll be ready to rock it out. So, so get ready. Absolutely. And with that being said, Siege, what's crack lacking, brother? Hey, good morning. Good morning, V. Uh, before we went live, we talked a little bit about our wives and their Mother's Day and everything. So I hope all of our fans, our listeners, our rogue moms had a great Mother's Day as well. Absolutely. But you all had a wonderful Mother's Day and it was awesome. And you all ate well. You know, well, Father's Day around, around the corner, Siege. Yeah, that's when we treat ourselves, right? <laughs> Which we probably yeah. do most of the time through the year. <laughs> I'm not one of those that waits. If there's something, you know, impulse related that, oh, I'd like that, I, I'm going to get it. I just get it. Now. Exactly right. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Father's Day always comes around. I'm like, don't don't call me anything. I've already taken care of that. Like I know, man. <laughs> like, what do you get a man that has everything? How about how about we, I don't know, just, I can never say no to steaks, man. Oh, absolutely not right. Absolutely. I can never no. say no to wings. No, <laughs> that's what it is right there. I could never say no to like seafood. I could never say no to good food, man. I just can't. I can't do it. And you didn't have to be hungry. It's just the thought of it, right? It's like just the thought of it, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking bad. about that tomahawk ribeye I had, that tomahawk steak. Whew. My God. It was so good. So good. Still thinking about it. But um, 
Oh, and see, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the end of the rogue cooking show, so we can we can move forward. Oh my god, that's that's going to be rogue kitchen, baby. (laughs) Rogue (laughs) kitchen. (laughs) But I I did have the over the weekend a few uh, fans either Twitter, you know, reach out, you know, just in regards to this whole QAnon, Jerome Corsi, Infowars kind of fallout. You know, so so I had to play catch up. I know, I know, Bankster Slayer is like you know all over it. But apparently what happened was, is that, you know, Jerome Corsi started questioning whether the original Q, you know, had been, you know, compromised and that that the new operation was more of like a, a PSYOP. And apparently, like, the Q, Q found out about this, the Anons, and it actually hit the Q-chan board in regards to Corsi and kind of calling him out that, you know, no one should be profiting off of this. It's not right. You're profiting off books. You know, Alex Jones. Uh, some of the Q people have taken it forward and started producing, you know, videos, you know, kind of trying to tie Alex Jones, his dad, his new wife, his uh, uncle to the CIA. Yeah. So there's there's some of these videos that are out there. And, you know, Jerome Corsi was on Infowars and broke down his talking points. And I said that about two or three months ago. I said when that original Great Awakening 8chan board went down, like that original one, it went down. It completely went down. I you know, there was nothing there. And then all of a sudden, new things started coming up. A, a I think there was an actually Q website now, qpost.com, whatever it is. And I started questioning some of the things. And v, I think I've shared with you numerous times. And I don't want to spend too much of our listeners' times with it because I think we both know how we feel about this. But I started questioning some of the things. And with that community, I won't call them a cult. I've said I've said that before. That's just my personal beliefs. But the moment you start questioning any of it, like, for example, you know, trust sessions, you start questioning any of that narrative. They just go on the attack. And um, and that's exactly what they did to Jerome Corsi and Infowars. I'm not excusing any of their behaviors in regards to some of the things that they do. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, but, you know, Corsi does have some valid points in regards to that. So, you know, here we've witnessed this QAnon phenomenon taking over, you know, several months and whether it's a distraction, exactly what it is, but so they, yeah, so they had they had a hard breakup, is basically what happened. Uh, so I don't think you'll see Jerome Corsi participating a whole lot, you know, with that community. Uh, but you know, I'm thankful, Jerome. I, you know, regardless of him, you know, always promoting his book through most of the live streams and everything like that, and everything, you know, that he he's done a lot in regards to the Obama birth certificate. You know, he was the ori- one of the originals investigators into everything regarding at least my knowledge of Jerome in regards to the the birth certificate you know all those that information so so again that's that's what it is but there's tons of videos out there you can go go learn more there's one out there called uh, QAnon shifting sands and it has the post 1329 through 1340 that will ha- have more information in detail if you uh, seek to do so you know the whole thing with course he's course he's not the smartest guy he really is not the smartest guy in the in, in the in, in the tool. You know, he's just not the smartest guy in the room in general. Uh, when it comes to a lot of different issues, he is so canted uh, in his viewpoints. He's so he, he it's almost at at shill levels. Corsi, number one, number two, his grasp of international and geopolitical maneuvers is just it's infantile at best. Uh, he he's good at one thing. He's good at that whole you know conservative liberal, you know, fake paradigm that you know that went out of style back in two thousand and eight. He's good at that. Uh, he's an old uh, obsolete dinosaur who's just hanging on. And you know, God bless you, Corsi. You know, you still 
Still doing your thing, buddy. Still doing your thing. But you are far from an oracle for anyone. And uh, it's pretty interesting, dude. Pretty yeah, cool. and something that we said, like, on the last show on Friday is that, you know, everything that we talk about, that we discuss, that some of our, our contributors, you know, we really encourage everyone to still, you know, do your own own research, right? You know, and that's that's one part of it. So whether you believe in the QAnon or you don't, uh, I still think it it's important for everyone to you know, look at what's really happening, do your own thoughts, you know, what, what you feel in your gut is happening uh, to understand those things. I don't, yeah, for somewhere, somewhere along the way, V, we have lost our way to debate these things. It's either, either you're with or against. And, um, you know, I've, I, I'm not like that. I, I think that you should be able to openly debate and, and discuss those differences, but that's what it is right there, uh, fans. So if you choose to do so, I got the video up there. You can go, you know, watch it. It goes into detail regarding the, the entire, breakup of q and and jerome oh man what a breakup it is <laughs> <laughs> anyway see anyway anyway here's a neighborly state next to you man that made that made me say wtf what the fed what the fed the heck is the federal reserve doing the federal reserve board of chicago bro uh, this is from mark glennon of wirepoint and uh, he's talking about an audible gasp. Went out in the breakout room as I was in last month's pension event. Uh, folks, let me tell you about pensions in this country. Pensions in this country. Whoo, man. Siege, we've been talking about pensions for a while now. Maybe like over a year, maybe almost two years at this point, Siege. Yeah, at least, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, completely underwater, you know, especially any of the you know, the cities and municipalities, you know, the teachers, the state workers, all those, those are, you know, real risk right now. Yep. Absolutely, man. It, it, it's absolutely savage. What is happening with the pension funds in this country? A lot of them are in zero territory. A lot of them are negative. Okay. There's so many that are underfunded. You can count on one hand, how many pension funds are out there that are actually funded properly. So the fact that these pension funds are going to go bust, okay, they're going to go bust, one of the proposals, okay, that the Chicago Fed wants to do is this. They want homeowners to foot the bill to fund these broken pension funds, okay, and they want to do it by increasing your property taxes. And one of the things that's being kicked around out there, folks, that if your home is about two hundred fifty grand. You should pay on top of whatever it is you pay, $2,500 per year. Okay. So $250,000 over here in New York, you will probably get a closet uh, with a, uh, uh, um, uh, a pedestal <laughs> sink and, a, um, and, and one of those uh, buckets that you can go you know, pee and poop in. You get one of those for $250,000 here in New York. And your property tax for one of these uh, said um inhabitants one of these said inhabitable places here in new york um your property tax for 200 you're probably looking at 12 13 14 15 dollars a year okay um maybe a little more maybe a little less depending on where in the heck in new york you are so your property tax which is already choking the hell out of you on top of your school tax your garbage tax all the other taxes we pay here in this stupid retarded state you're going to get another $2,500 tacked on top of that. That sucks. If you have $500,000, well, look to pay an additional 5000 
See, I, I checked out a $500,000 home here in New York, right? You know what the property tax was, bro? What was the rate? $25,000. Wow. That is just... That is just for a five hundred thousand dollar home. We were looking at twenty five thousand dollars a year in property tax, and it, not even an acre siege, not even an acre. You come out, you could see your neighbor taking a bath. I'm talking about close, okay. $25,000 a year for a $500,000 home. Are you friggin' kidding me? Now, thanks to the Fed's proposal, you could possibly see your $25,000 in property tax jump to thirty. It's ridiculous, man. See, government folks is great. They are proficient. They are... And everything else, anything that comes to helping you out or or, or, or doing something or, or making things efficient, they're absolutely next to useless. They can't do it. They flub it up. If you don't believe me, go, go to a local DMV. You'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But when it comes to taking your money, when it comes to stealing and killing, they are the most efficient bureaucracy ever, ever created on the face of this planet, Siege. It's crazy. It, it is crazy, and that's when you hear all these programs. You'll you'll see some uh, someone hype it up that, oh yeah, my state is offering free community college now, and oh well, my state's doing free drugs to counter the opioid, folks. And I don't know, time and time again, I type up nothing is free. <laughs> that's what exactly. people don't understand. Nothing no, is free. free. There is a cost associated with it somewhere. <laughs> One thousand percent. Nothing is free. It's got to come from somewhere. You know, it's got to come from somewhere. And this is what the Federal Reserve is is proposing. And you know these crazy, ridiculous, Democrat-controlled states like New York, like Illinois, like California will embrace this. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. You know... See, you know for a fact somebody from CalPERS just read that article, just just read that statement from the Chicago Fed, okay? Right. Just read, and, and somebody from CalPERS, who, you know, California pension system is, is broken, okay? The pension and retirement uh, system is broken. CalPERS thinking, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> great problem. You know... You have situations in California, man. Well, I mean, right now, people are, are, are it's a Cal exit that's happening. A Cal exit, folks. But it's not the state leaving the union, it's people leaving the state. Because it's impossible to live in a ridiculous state where you're taxed to oblivion. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Man. It is, yeah. And and then you have states like that, and I don't know if there's any others that are considering this entire wheel tax, this this vehicle usage tax that they put these monitors in your car, and if there wasn't enough taxes paid, now when you're driving your vehicle, you have to pay per mileage. I mean, these crazy things that, that are happening, and the states and municipalities that are drowning in debt, they're going to try to continue to come up with all these creative ways of creating new taxes. It's ridiculous. On top of that, your gasoline tax is going to go up higher. 
on top of everything else. These idiots don't get it, man. Money goes where it's treated well. If crazy states like Illinois and New York and California actually took a very conservative stance, cut, eliminated completely state income tax, reduced property taxes, encouraged businesses, remove all this red tape with the bureaucracies to prevent businesses from forming, they would financially prosper. But they can't do that. They can't do that. They're, it's not in them. They, they, this is the problem that we face, folks. Okay? You and the statists that run your quote-unquote government have two diametrically opposed and competing perspectives. You want to live free? You want to make more money. That is complete anathema to what your government wants. They don't want you free. They don't want you making more money. They want to take from you. They want to lock you down because you are your cattle. You're nothing but cattle. That's it. It's that simple. It's that simple. It looks like we're about to turn and burn. We got Eric Peters here. Uh, I posted on with our buddies over at Zero Hedge. Um, this is how the cycle is about to turn. Turn and burn, Siege. What's going on here? I tell you what, I mean, it's just, again, just going back to looking at the actual supply of dollars and, and the demand. And there's another article we're getting ready to jump into in regards to trade is that it, it's it's completely upside down. Uh, I, I, again, just in, in regards to what's happening, you know, with our economy and, and we start to hear these people say, oh, yeah, GDP is going to be at a record high and everything. But the data doesn't support any of that. V. It is. You know, we went into 2000 um, with about 76% of, almost 80% of the globe utilizing the dollar in trade. We're down 40-some-odd percent, man. We're down to 40-some-odd percent of world trade being conducted in dollars, and we're still contracting, okay? Still contracting. We're still contracting. It's a big problem. It's a big problem, and it cannot continue. Global supply of the U.S. dollars is declining, and we are running record record debt, record deficits. And this is where I disagree with my buddy W. You cannot the, the see that this is I guess this is the uh, the the economic end of it. That I, I don't know if you fully grasp this or not. You cannot change this economy around drastically without a defaulting on the debt. You cannot simply make a GDP adjustment and hope this 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 debt is going to go away. You just can't. You can stave off the inevitable. I mean, honestly, if the you know if if the control mechanisms are taken over, they can stave off the mechanism of of total complete uh, economic collapse or or an economic reset for another five, seven to eight, maybe even ten years at the most. Okay, but at some point you're going to have to pay the piper. At some point. You're going to have to pay the piper. At some point, the electronic duct tape that's holding the entire system together simply comes unhinged. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work anymore. And that's the thing here, Siege. That's the thing here. They could push this out. They can kick the can a little bit longer. Because, look, people say all the time, 
Oh my god, you know, when is this thing gonna collapse? Folks, it's so electronically rigged. If you're looking for Dow going to 2,000 points, that's not gonna happen. We're not gonna collapse down, we're gonna collapse up. Okay. I've said this many times. My buddy Dex has said this many times. The tattered and broken economy that will lay in shambles, it will lay in shambles under the shadow of of a 30 or even 40,000 point Dow. It makes no sense to most people because you have to understand we have left, folks. We have left. We have cleared Earth orbit and we are in right now financial la-la land, okay? In financial la-la land, and I call this the world, it's like the world of Oz, okay? In financial la-la land, mark-to-market doesn't exist, Okay? In financial la-la land, the underlying value of a particular asset cannot be discovered. In financial la-la land, which is dominated by high-frequency trading, where 10,000 uh, positions can move in and out of a stock in less than a millisecond, okay? In financial la-la land, where there's a billion and one derivatives to another billion and one derivatives with various credit default swaps and IR swaps and, and what have you, in financial la-la land, where bond markets are manipulated, in financial la-la land, where you have a central bank propping up the real estate market, propping up the, the stock market, propping up the entire economy, in financial la-la land, metrics don't matter. Not in the macro sense. Not in long term. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So when I say, hey, you know what, we're going to have a, an economic reset at some point, we're going to have a, a financial uh, failure at some point, but it's going to be under the shadow of a 30 or 40,000 point down, don't look surprised. Don't have an incredulous look on your face as to how is this even possible? Why is not the down at 5,000 points? Because it's no longer sensible. Everything, folks, has become unhinged. You need to understand, in order for you to grasp anything that's happening today, you need to understand that the entire world has become financially unhinged. It's become totally unhinged. Nothing makes sense anymore. Okay? Nothing makes sense anymore. So there's nothing... Whatever they could do right now, whether the good guys are in control or, quote-unquote, the bad guys are in control, whatever the heck is happening here, okay? And I do believe QAnon is a, a real group or a real individual. Right? I do believe that. I don't think he's 100% correct. How freaking no. I don't think his viewpoints are all-encompassing, and I think his viewpoints are quite limited. Especially on the international sense. Especially what's going on globally. Okay, they all have a slant. Everybody has a rose-colored glass to look through. I really don't, and I don't want you folks to have one. You know what? When you look at the world, okay, when you look at the world and you can say to yourself honestly, you know what? My country is acting up in a very screwed-up way. We don't have a global solution. You can have an honest conversation with yourself, an honest adult conversation with yourself, looking at key global movements, key global stats and figures, and see exactly on the chessboard how this is going to play out. And again, folks, like my friend Linda Polo, he says, this is not about timing here. These are all not time-driven. Okay, 
These are not time-driven. These are event-driven scenarios. Events are what you need to track. Events are what's going to really spell out for you what is going to happen. The cycle that we are in is quite dangerous. The cycle that we're in is quite quite like nothing we've ever witnessed before, folks. Nothing like we've ever witnessed before. So anybody wants to chart, anybody wants to chart, look, you want to chart what this economy is doing on a macro level or a micro level, yeah, good luck to you because nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. When you've given your entire stock system, okay, your whole entire stock market and your entire markets to um, high-frequency trading, it's a rigged market. You don't believe me? There's a great book, okay? Great book, uh, Flash Boys, and uh, that's by Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis is of, uh, of Moneyball fame, and... Uh, he also wrote the book, The Big Short, which became a movie, and I hope they make Flash Boys into a movie because it's so relevant. It's about the world of high-frequency trading. Read it. It's a great freaking book. I love it. It's a different world we live in, folks. It's a different world. How else How else can we have a LIBOR scandal? Okay? How else can we have a LIBOR scandal where $800 trillion of loans over the last several decades have been affected by the LIBOR scandal, yet there's no systemic collapse anywhere. How do you explain that? In a normal world, that sort of information would have sunk all the banks. It would have torpedoed all the banks. Every single bank that was involved in the LIBOR rigging would have been torpedoed. They would have been done. They would have failed. Okay? It's because we live in financial law land. Okay? Uh, how else do you explain how else do you explain the 2008 collapse, okay, which did nothing but buoy all the big major banks, your Bank of Americas, your JP Morgans, your Wells Fratos, your Citibanks. It just buoyed them, and it helped to vertically integrate them with various other assets that they were able to get for pennies on the dollar. How else do you explain they have something called TARP, which made them artificially fluff up their books with U.S. Treasuries to make themselves look liquid, which is fraud in any other word. In any other world, it would have been considered fraud. It's fake accounting. Bingo. Fake accounting. Except for the fact that we live in financial la land. But I don't want you to lose hope, folks. Okay? Even though we are in financial la land, the wizards of financial la land can only keep the game going oh so far. Because there is another reality that runs parallel to financial law land. That other reality is what David Stockman so aptly put, economic mother nature. Okay? She runs completely parallel to financial law land. And at some point, and we've seen this all throughout human history, and I have at my fingertips over 900, count them folks, nine, 900 years of economic data. And what I have seen, Okay, at some point, economic mother nature and financial law land, at some point, they intersect. At some point, economic mother nature, who is an absolutely heartless, savage bitch, 
with fangs and claws, okay? With teeth and claws. An absolutely savage harpy. Bisex. Financial La La Land. And brings the the entire system to naught. To dust and ashes. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. And we're way overdue. <laughs> we're way overdue. How do I know we're way overdue? They Listen to me closely. They have not fixed a single damn thing since the 2008 collapse. They have not fixed a single damn thing since the 2008 financial collapse. At some point, economic mother nature is going to cross paths with us. And at that point, you better be prepared. You better not have all your eggs in one basket. You better not have all your eggs in one asset. You better be diversified. You better have an action plan. You better have, be educated and understand what the heck's happening and what's coming down. Because I promise you, the same well-wishers, the same guys who are out there telling you in 2007, everything is great, ain't no inflation, ain't no crisis, perpetual wealth, folks. Perpetual wealth. Wealth forever. Pax Americana. Maybe for the 1%. Yeah. Yeah. See, this time around, folks, they're all getting wiped out. This time around, they're all getting wiped out. This time around, everybody is in on it except the 0.001%. And the handful of those who have the sense, it doesn't matter the economic background, but you had the sense of getting into, into various different and safe alternative asset classes. Okay? That's who's going to survive. That's who's going to survive. At some point, it's going to happen. I don't know how the reset's going to play out. I don't know who's going to be in control. you got to understand, there's a billion variables here. If you're living in this black and white world where, you know, one plus one is one, I'm sorry, one plus one is two, if you're living in that world, it's not going to bode well for you. Because you're you're a, you're, you're a see we, in in the, in the crypto world and trading world we talk about hodling right. There are some of you that are paradigm hodlers. You hodl to a paradigm. You're still on the 1970s, 80s, and 90s and early aughts. The the Illuminists control everything. Everything is controlled by the Illuminists. The Illuminists control everybody. Belongs in the back pocket of the Illuminists. The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. You're still on that kick. Okay. This is a different ball game. This is a much more advanced ball game. This is a ball game that's a billion shades of gray. Your holding a paradigm is not going to work out well for you. It's not going to work out well for you. Oftentimes, paradigm holders, CJ, paradigm holders become not ineffective. They become ineffective in actually preparing themselves properly. It's true. It's true. Why? Because they see things through a given filter. They see things through a given filter. You see, you cannot have a true global perspective with true real research and understanding into the various 
mechanisms, nuances, modalities, and systems that are coming into play globally and then have a singular myopic view of this whole entire thing. London Paul says it, I say it, Jim Willie says it. This is various forms of grain. There's a lot of scenarios here. There's a lot of actors here. There's no one group that has 100% control, and this is for all the marbles. You, as a pawn on the chessboard, you, as one of the marbles in the inner circle, need to get yourself educated, prepared, and out of the way. Leverage, not with fear, not with fear, but with confidence. Leverage with boldness. Okay? Boldness and not fear. Boldness and not insecurity. Boldness and not frailty, but with strength. And make moves to empower yourself so you can pull you and your family and your loved ones and friends forward to a new reality where you could actually profit from. Folks, I'll tell you, look, all this doom and gloom clap, uh, you know, at the end of the day, let me explain to you what the hell this all is, okay? This is it. If you take anything from me, take this. The largest wealth transfer in human history is about to take place. Do you want to get paid? That's it. That's it. All the things that are happening in the world, if I can distill it into one sentence for you and make it applicable for your life, it's this. The greatest wealth transfer in human history is about to take place. Do you want to get paid? That's it. All of it. The Silk Road. The Euro crisis. The situation in the Middle East, the dollar crisis, the deep state, the Trump war against the deep state, all of this is distilled into that one sentence. One sentence, folks. The greatest transfer of wealth in human history is about to take place do you want to get paid? Write that down and hang it in the mirror in front of you so you look at it every morning. Put it on a fridge, magnetized on a board. Write it. So you stare at it. And rather than being a keyboard jockey where you're going into various conspiratorial sites, you actually wake up early, you go to sleep late, and you work your ass off to leverage yourself in what is going to be the greatest moment for you and for your life, if you're awake to it. And that's what I'm saying, Siege. That's what I'm saying. Well said, V. Well said. <sighs> what else we want to cover, man? Germany asking for Russia to take leadership role in Iran resolution. Yeah, I mean that's we we can we can skip. I think you know, I think that was an important message to close with V in regards to just yeah. you know preparing and and whether it's you know, preserving your wealth uh, that you have. It's just important to be mindful of those things right now. And and yes, we want to continue, you know, to be optimistic regarding things that are, you know, happening around us. You know, uh, the, the embassy opening today, there's a lot going on. Uh, so just be mindful of that, that, uh, you know, that it's going to be up to you in this change that's occurring to 
you know, be mindful. So think back to the some of the things that we've discussed. Think to the people in Venezuela who would have who could have foreseen that their uh, economy, that their their uh, currency was going to be so completely devalued. What if what what things would they have done? So it's just so important right now be to be to be mindful of that as we whether whether good, bad, whatever. Uh, it all boils down to taking care of ourselves and our, and our family. Absolutely correct, bro. Absolutely correct. And with that being said, folks, we're over and out. Take it away, CJ.